This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet, what are you really gambling with? Five, four, three, two, one. I see assholes like you every day. Daisy Thomas. Every Day. Bridge Duclos. Is this moron number one? Give us your best motorbike noise. <laughs> Put moron number two on the phone. Er, er, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you two? Everybody's working. Listen to the rush hour. Summer edition. I feel good. Ah, happy Friday, Yay. one and all. I tell you what, what a show we've got Ooh. coming up for you on this Friday drive home. Woo, he's right. Matt Gadinsky on the line shortly ahead of Mushroom 50 this Sunday night. That is going to be incredible. Wouldn't be Friday without a chance to get the audience and get the royal family involved. Give themselves a nice big bloody pump-up bridge. The brag artist is here. Becky Webster from Geelong AFLW ahead of the prelim final. Sam Draper for all the Essendon fans. Woo! Limo. He'll be in here to have a chat. Uh, Talking about working with you back in the day as well, which gets a little bit interesting. Happy days for him. And, uh, of course, he will hang around and give us a joke, as we're doing on Fridays. Proper comedians, as I look at not one of those, but a star, Bridge (laughs) Duclos. Thank you very much, Daisy. Was that a compliment? Um, I think that was a sort of a slap. Okay. Um, I tell you what, it's interesting here at Triple M today. There are people getting dressed up in all sorts Mm. of frocks Mm. and things for tonight's uh, Christmas party, the Triple M Christmas party. And on that note, Waskily Webbett, hello. All right, thanks for your time this morning. Before we get to the votes, Adam, uh, you got one of your assistants there with you. Have you a little Elsa? Did I see her there? Yeah, a little Elsa here. She's, um, I'm not sure if you say good day, boys. G'day, boys. <laughs> She's more upbeat than her old man. One of my favourite bits of video and or audio. Absolutely. Uh, g'day, boys. G'day, boys. Um, Rabsy, what are you going as tonight? Uh, a few of us are going as Collingwood Premiership heroes because it's a 2023 theme this year. Okay, so we've seen a Travis Head walking around yes. here already. Yeah, and he's drunk. Yeah, mm, he's <laughs> playing he the part. Yeah, oh, that'll Method be fun. Acting. I can't make it, sadly. Because um, I didn't have an outfit from 2020. What year? This, this year. year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't have an outfit. Yeah. Uh, now, in news, yes. um, Post Malone, who is, of course, superstar singer, he's kicked off. Here he is. Bit of a poster. We don't get to play him that often, so when we get the opportunity, we. Uh... We should, because he's lovely. Got a few stickers on the face. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. I don't mind that. He's uh, kicked off his Aussie tour in Brisbane last night and he has done it by taking an infamous Aussie tradition to the next level. He did a shoey no less than several times during the concert, like Daniel Ricciardo style. Yes. Uh, it can't be pleasant. Yeah, it's fine. Have you ever done one? Yeah, plenty. Which shoe? Uh, any. The one you're usually wearing. Yeah, but... You don't bring a spare one. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, as a how-to guide. <laughs> Uh, no, it's fine. Well, I like that. I like that, though, don't you, when they just get right into the Aussie tradition. And mm. uh, he even had a man called Dennis from the audience join him on stage a little bit later. I think Posty did about seven of them. Seven. Yeah. Okay, so he was fairly <laughs> buckled yeah. by the end of his show. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, good on him. Uh, now, here's a warning to people who are just having a bit too much Botox or a bit too much plastic surgery. Uh, a woman... Um, a woman in Brazil who's 39 had spent 250000 bucks on altering her appearance. 250 large. Yeah, to change her appearance. What did she look like before? Well, she looked good before. That's the weird part. Oh. Anyway, she went to get a new driver's licence 
and they questioned her over her identity, saying, we don't oh. believe it's you. So basically... Computer says no. <laughs> so she's no. changed that much, unrecognisable. But unrecognisable, no ID will work. What's interesting about her is she um, identifies as a sapiosexual, which means that she's attracted to intelligence, which made me think, guys, it's obvious you're a sapiosexual, which is why you're working with me. Yes, okay. Get I it? thought you were going to say that's why I need work done. So. <laughs> but no, intelligence. I thought you were going to go with that's why you're marrying Tash. But Yeah, yeah. oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that too, Yeah, that too. So beware, people, who are getting too much Botox done. How much do you reckon it would cost to fix this up? Your face. My face. Oh, really? Do you want a quarter of a mil, half a mil? Oh, no, I reckon you could get probably some of your sponsors to chuck in, about 20. <laughs> okay. 20. I'll see. Uh, 20 some grand. AFL news bridge. Yes. Joel Selwood, superstar from the Cats, Indeed. is having the northern stand named after him. The one stand that I always kept looking up at was the player stand and the premiership stand. Um, believe it or not, they, you know, I wanted to put the next number on the premiership stand, be a part of that team, um, and, I, and I did that through every year of my 16 years. So I don't know what this stand will mean to others, but uh, I hope, if anything, it's one that people can come, enjoy the footy, know that the guys and girls are putting out their best performances and drive to get better every single time, but the love of the game more than anything else. Richly deserved. Uh, Absolutely. We did, we did a game down in GMHBA this year with Bill, and yep. Bill said at Geelong, we don't name the stands after people. So there's a Joel Selwood stand. At that stage, we were sitting in the Bob Davis stand, <laughs> looking at the Reg Hickey stand. And up the other end, they've got the Gary Ablett <laughs> yeah. stand. But that's actually good, because Joel's just had a, a baby as well. So by the time the baby's 18, that stand should be finished. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but so deserved. If anyone, if anyone deserves it, he does. Absolutely. He does. He's my uh, second, second favourite footballer. Who's your first? You. Oh, <laughs> Look at this. I'm just going back. You know that I still don't play here. Oh. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Robbie Williams is in town, and I think we've got some audio coming up later Mm -hmm. about a little bit that he did for the Blues. He's now become the global ambassador for Carlton, which is bloody incredible. I know. How how did they get him? Uh, It's a good, I don't know. We'll do some background research on that. (laughs) Uh, AFLW, if North Melbourne win over Adelaide this weekend, a guaranteed Victorian grand final at Icon Park which is going to be big because the Geelong take on the Lions in the other prelim. Yes, indeed. Well, that and would be great. It's still an absolute debacle, though, as to where it's going to be. The fact that it's a week out and they don't know. Good AFL. news is, though, we're speaking to Becky Webster from Geelong mm. a little bit ah, later. Ah, that we are. Uh, Ricky Ponting is very keen to snap up our very own Travis our Head own. in the IPL. Travis has done everything right to, to make sure he gets a deal this year. He would have had a deal last year if it wasn't for his wedding. His wedding got in the middle of it. Oh, I rang him and told him I was going for him in the auction. And he said, oh, just to let you know, I'm getting married two weeks into the IPL. So, so he would have missed, you know, three weeks of the start of the tournament. So there you go. So mm. Travis Head is due for a massive payday. Oh, my God. How many millions, ever. Rabbit? Oh, Five? probably, nah, be about two or three, I reckon. Is that all? Yeah, but they asked Mitch Marsh on Travis Head's chances of getting selected in the um, IPL. Yep. I'm no selector or coach, but uh, <laughs> if he plays that game, it would be a miracle. Very, very good. All right, that's enough for that. What have we got coming up, Rabbi? Uh, Matt Kodinsky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Oh, how good. Ed Sheeran, wow. throw wow. your arms around me. That is all part of Mushroom 50 Years of Making Noise. That album has dropped today, and right now we are joined by the Chief Executive of Mushroom Group, Matt Gadinsky. 
Sunday night, the biggest names in Aussie music join forces for Mushroom 50, celebrating 50 years of Mushroom Records. In the late 60s, radio had hardly any Australian content. I couldn't understand why people weren't supporting their own more. That's why Mushroom started. Here to tell us all about this massive show, please welcome Mushroom CEO, Matt Gidinski. Ah, yes. Yes, a massive show it is going to be. Matt, thanks so much for giving up some of your time. Where do you, we find you right now? Just here at Rod Laver Arena, getting everything ready for Sunday. It is going to be such a massive event, one of the biggest events we've ever put together, just, you know, with some of the country's most adored artists across multiple generations coming together for one incredible night only to celebrate 50 years of, of Mushroom. It's really a once-in-a-lifetime event and something... I'm so proud to be putting on and really excited for. Oh, so you should be. And we just heard Ed Sheeran's version of Throw Your Arms Around Me, which I can't think of a song and a person I'd like to see together more than that. Mm. Is that a theme we're going to see on Sunday? Yes, well, there's definitely going to be some special moments on Sunday. I don't want to reveal it all, but to, to have Ed Sheeran singing one of Australia's greatest songs in Throw Your Arms Around Me, it's just a truly special moment for a special song. I uh, introduced him to the song about a year ago and he performed it when he was out here playing at his record-breaking uh, shows at the MCG in March. And uh, it was what a special moment that was with the whole crowd singing along to Throw Your Arms Around Me. And to be able to complete the, um, the, the album for celebrating 50 years of Mushroom with all the songs we've reimagined, to have him do that song, it's a, mm. it's a really special moment. He certainly had a unique relationship and a very close relationship with your late dad too, didn't he? Yeah, we, we started working with Ed from the early stages. The first time my dad and I went and saw him, he was playing, uh, it wasn't a proper show, he was playing to about 15 or 20 people oh, and we just knew he was a, uh, he's, you could see his talent obviously from then and, and pretty much from that day, um, my dad, myself, our whole, fa- our, both of our whole families really uh, have such an amazing relationship, and he's truly one of the greatest artists in the world. And it's, it's, it's such a joy to work with him and and um, call him a friend. Matt, I can only un- uh, imagine what your life was like growing up in the Gidingski household with your dad just bringing all these massive celebrities through the doors. Do you remember? Uh, it must have been the kids at school going, "Wow." Yeah, no, it was a, definitely a bit of a, a different to a lot of my other friends. But, yeah, so privileged to, you know, the music industry is such an amazing industry and something just so lucky to be a part of and to have, you know, those people, Billy Joel's coming over for dinner, Sting, Madonna was over for dinner one night. Um, it, was, uh, it was definitely uh, a lot of fun. Still is. Of all the rehearsing that's been going on, are you looking forward to one act or should we be keeping an eye out on one act in particular? Oh, I think it's the whole event's such a great collective of artists, whether it's Hunters and Collectors, whether it's Jimmy Barnes, uh, you know, the, the list goes on. Paul Kelly, we've got some amazing of our new artists performing on Sunday. Probably one of my favourites on the label is the Teskey Brothers that mm, are just, yeah. uh, you know, just doing amazing things across the globe at the moment, uh, selling out shows everywhere. We've then got bands like the Birds of Tokyo, the Rubens, the DMAs, it's uh, Dan Sultan. It's a who's who of Australian music, really. Chain to Matt Gadinsky, CEO of Mushroom Group. By the way, final tickets for this Sunday's Mushroom 50 live gig at Rod Laver Arena are available via Ticket Tech. But if you can't get there, Mushroom 50 Live will be broadcast on Channel 7 and available to stream on 7 Plus. I got all tickets left, too. So mm. if you are yeah. keen to get along, do it now. Absolutely. Matt, I, can, I can't imagine what the, um, <laughs> how you're going to get all these bands on, off, in, out, green room. I mean, the logistics of the whole thing must be 
mind, but, you know. <laughs> As I said, it's probably one of the biggest undertakings we've ever had to put together a show. Um, there's over 500 people, including artists, and involved in, in putting it together. And um, it is a bit of organised chaos back back of house now, I must say. And Sunday, I'm sure, will be, uh, will be, be no different. But um, we've got the best team of people, and uh, we're, I think it's such a special moment. Um, it, everyone's just excited to bring it to life and, and yeah. share it with the fans out there and the people that have also been such an important part of the mushroom journey, people that get to our shows, listen to our great artists. And a lot of these songs have been the soundtrack to many people's lives. So mm. definitely um, a logistical uh, minefield, this one. Yeah. Well, Days and I have been lucky enough to speak to Sam Margin and Ian Kenny this week, two of the greatest uh, leads in great Australian bands. And, and the way they spoke about your father has just been so endearing. Um you know, full credit to him and, and to you for, for picking up the pieces, I suppose. Yeah, no, he, Dad was just, you know, he, he loved music and, and he loved the artists we worked with. And I think, you know, there's not many companies like Mushroom, independent music companies that, that, that are around 50 years later. I think that's just due to not only the foundations my dad put in place, but just the passion that he instilled in me and everyone that's part of the business um, for for artists and for great music and most importantly supporting Australian music and, mm. and putting that on the map. So he's, uh, you know, it was an amazing, amazing man, an amazing um, supporter, not only of artists that are mushroom artists, but all artists. And yeah. um, I think everyone really knew, knew that and uh, we all miss him very, very dearly. As part of our chat with Ian Kenny, he was slightly concerned about the green room and maybe some of the antics of a few of these bands and a few of these gigs just being wound right back up. Have you got extra security or what's in place around that? Yeah, you know, can't say too much about our, about any back of house antics. It'd, um, it'd, break the, it'd break the code. What happens backstage stays backstage. Yes. And we see uh, we've got some amazing gigs coming out. Paramore, obviously Robbie Williams out at the minute, the Teskey Brothers. One that I am looking at, though, and I'm not sure if this is professional, but is there any chance I could get three tickets to Taylor Swift? <laughs> oh, good luck. Taylor Swift tickets are not possible, but, you know, we've got some amazing artists coming out. We've got the, we've got the Foo Fighters also starting their Australian tour next week. Uh, as you said, Robbie Williams here at the moment. Um, we just finished an amazing tour with the, with the great Sir Paul McCartney, which uh, was just so mm. special. Anyone that got to see him, what a what a... What, you know, what an amazing show, an amazing artist. Um, I, I don't know how he performs for three hours on no. stage at, at 81 years old. I don't know if I'll be, uh, would, would, would have that much energy at, at, at that age. It's just, it's, it's you know, what a, uh, just a, to get to see him, we'd toured him once before, but to get to see him live in person um, is, is just, was such a special moment um, of all the tours we've done this year. Yeah, well, we cannot wait for Sunday night. It's going to be massive, not only just a tribute to Mushroom Record and 50 years, but also as part of that, a bit of a tribute to your old man, mate. Thank you very much for joining us. All the very best and uh, yeah, good can't luck, wait Matt. to watch it. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great day. Mushroom Group CEO Matt Kadinsky, by the way, Mushroom 50 Live will be broadcast on Channel 7 and 7 Plus from 7pm on Sunday night. This is Triple M's Rush Hour. A champion footballer. Thomas has uploaded the biggest barrel. Teams up with Radio Royalty. Your show, but I've taken over. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos.
Now is your chance to win some of the best oh. prizes on radio with Friday Brag Artists. Give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself a big pump up on <laughs> yes. a Friday. Just tell us the amazing thing you've done this week. My birthday on Sunday and moved into my first home today as well. I published a book this week. All about a Savlaki and chips every day this week. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> on the Rush Hour Summer Edition, it's the Friday Brag Artists. Yes, one triple three five three. We go to the family about a chance to just really give yourself an almighty pump up. So it's just something you're happy about. Just something you've done in the last week that you deserve. Get it off your chest. Give yourself a pump up and we'll get in behind you. All right. Have you got one? Yeah. Okay, well, go. This is your time. I've eaten chicken for dinner four nights in a row. You're unbelievable. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Three of those dinners I've cooked myself. (laughs) Start laying eggs. Uh, That's exactly what this is about. It's amazing. No, that is. That's a good thing because I'm Trying to lay off the red stuff. Okay. Yeah. The meat or the fermented wine? No, that'd, that'd be sick. Anyway. What have uh, you done? What have well, you done? Well, a spiritual leader, as I sort of like to take roles on like that. Mm. Spiritual leader of what? Uh, currently this show. Oh, yes. uh, As today is a Friday and we have the work break up after yeah, this, yeah. I wandered in today with a gift for everyone, just a nice frothy, a nice oh, cold one. you did You're indeed. so unbelievable. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. So one triple three five three. what is your brag? And... Now's the time. <laughs> That's it. A $200 Neverland store voucher up for grabs. Oh. Plus a Kraken Rum gift box. That is perfect for your weekend. Give us a call right now. one triple three five three. Friday brag artist. Brag about yourself oh. for once. Big up yourself on a Friday. Let's what go. a way to end the working week. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition. With Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Days right now, it's time for Friday Brag Artists. Yes, it certainly is. The family's chance just for an almighty self-pump-up. Bit yeah. of self-promotion, Bridge. I've just got one more of mine. Okay. Is that all right? Sorry, before yeah. we go to the family. I just saw Cameron Smith on the telly, the mm-hmm. golfer, yep. and he did a bad, uh, a bad tee shot, and he whacked his bag with his club. I've never done that, and I'd like to brag about <laughs> that. I've never whacked my bag. Never. Kept it together. Yep. They're two of the great brags. I think we'll be playing them on uh, the Afra's <laughs> night the best next of year. Brags. Uh, we go to David in Frankston. David, what is your brag? Hello, Daisy. Hello, Bridge. How you doing? Oh, Dave, you're up and about tonight. Up and about. Yeah, well, uh, I've got a new career. I've, uh, on Tuesday, I went down to Port Welsh Pool and uh, I was involved in filming a fishing show. So after Christmas, I'll be on the prestigious Channel 31. Wow. Yes. Unbelievable. Where is Port Welsh Pool? So Port Wells Pool is on the other side of Wilson Promontory. Oh, fantastic. And you are going to be in the show like a star. Uh, well, I'd be the sub-star. Uh, Fergie is the main man. It's called Fishing with Fergie. Yeah. But, uh, I, She's I a great singer. Sport. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And likes her toes sucked. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, is Port Welsh Fergie, Pool... I suspect. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do they have duck fish at Port Welsh Pool? Is that what they're famous for? Oh, it's a snapper, gummy shark, and whiting are the things. I mm. think they, the duck fish are very, very nice to eat, but they're a bycatch. They get caught in the nets when they're trying to catch something else. All yeah. right. Well, so there you go. Any fish but the duck, I think. Yeah. What, what well done, David. Out. Very good. Thank we go you. To Josh in Sunbury. Top flight. Days rabbits, how are we? <laughs> good, thank well, you, Josh. Joshy, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, wow. Hey, all, Joshy. <laughs> <laughs> something uh, like that. What's your pump-up, brother? Uh, work in construction, so I thought I'd do the SWAT team a, a solid, and I cooked a roast lamb lunch, bit of roast, bit of gravy in a roll, bit of coleslaw. So just bring the Friday energy, you know. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh, I've got to ask the question: Was there Yorkshire pudding? 
No, there wasn't, unfortunately. Oh, sorry to bring it down, Josh. It was a lovely idea. It's <laughs> a great, that is great brilliant, idea. though. That's the yeah, spiritual like, leader stuff we yeah. need. And I just realised you're actually putting guys with roast beef, so that you didn't need it anyway. Yeah. Good on you, Josh. Yeah. Hang on the line, Joshy. Hello, Ray. What are you bragging about today? Um, just a quick backstory. I hate golf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I went back to I went back to Tassie a couple of months ago. Caught up with a few mates. Um, and lost more balls than I can count. Mm. Um, but on the on the ninth hole, I actually scored a holy one, <gasps> and then bet my mate that I couldn't do it again, and I did. So I got two in a row. You're so bold. No. <laughs> Ray, Ray, tell me that's not true. This is incredible. Um, it's true. At the Wood Rising Golf Course in Devonport. Wow. Two in a row. Two in a row. And the third one, um, I think they're still looking for the ball. <laughs> <laughs> right. no, the great, great leveller. Third time and lost that one. I've oh. never heard of anyone getting two in a row. That is amazing. Back-to-back back shots is yep. incredible. Good on you, Ray. Yeah, it's, wow. Yeah. Keep bragging. Between you and Ray, you can go get nicked. Oh, we're, You're three holding ones on between the two of you. Yeah, that's fantastic. Hold the line, Razor. Yeah, yep. on your Razor. Oh, we got a Dave there in Doreen. How was it in Doreen, mate? Sorry, Dave. I missed that. I was just saying how it was in Doreen. Oh, it's beautiful in Doreen. Yep. Mm. A little bit wet. Okay. Uh, what's your uh, brag, brother? I I managed to lift the beautiful wife up onto my shoulders last <laughs> night and um, got her on the big screen at Robbie Williams. Oh, You're so unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Dave. How's your back today? Uh, it's a little sore, but it was worth it. It was oh. worth it. She's a very happy lady today. Oh, that's wonderful. How a... was Robbie? Was he good? He's the greatest yeah. of all time. You're not yeah. a blues fan, are you, Dave? No, that was the only disappointing thing, Days. I'm a massive Pies fan. Oh, okay. That but is it, disappointing. It was good, though, wasn't it, the tribute he did for the Blues? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Robbie's good at everything, mate. <laughs> he, 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 never, he never lets you down. No, yeah. very good. Just Gee, a Collingwood fan refusing to say anything nice about <laughs> yeah. the Blues, and I love, love that. Uh, where are we going, Bridge? Well, look, I know it's very hard to go, very hard to go past someone who had two consecutive Holes in one. Yep. Ray, Razor from Altona Meadows. Ray, we're going to send you a Kraken rum gift box, mate. Oh, awesome. Thank you. On your Razor. Well, that deserves it. And Joshy too. Spiritual leader stuff. I love that. Getting Josh, the group up. you've got yourself a $200 Neverland store voucher, mate. Get yourself some new threads. Beautiful. Thank you very much, guys. And one more. Home yeah, of Australian she... streetwear. And one more. Yeah, well, good Dave, on you, Dave. Dave lifted his wife up and yeah. got her on the big screen. We'll That's get you uh, three chiropractic sessions at <laughs> and, <Mortimer. laughs> yes. and a $100 grilled voucher, mate. He's Very good. It was very loud, so I think he's hearing from Robbie Williams. He's fresh air, you reps. Yeah. Becky Webster. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Webster. Becky Webster's not too She's far AFLW. Away. She is. Mm. Playing 50 games this weekend. Yes, for the amazing. Cats. They've got a massive prelim up against the Lions on the weekend. Plus, Sam Draper's not too far away as well. This is Triple M Rush Hour Summer Edition. Ahead of their prelim final against Brisbane, we are joined by AFLW Geelong star Becky Webster. Now Webster, can she get it through and beat the half-time buzzer? She can. A quick kick needed. Mithen off to head. They certainly are off to the prelim. And, Becky, I believe you're up in Brisbane. How are you going? Hey, guys. Yeah, just landed before, so looking forward to tomorrow. What a great win against the Dees, who were really the favourites all year. And uh, Geelong have just had the most whacking, fabulously good season. How are you feeling? Yeah, no, super pumped. Um, I think we're hitting our straps at the right time of year and 
No, looking forward to tomorrow. I think we can um, really take it to Brisbane. So looking forward to it. What is it about the Lions that makes them so good? Oh, I think their speed, their outside run. Um, they've got some really good small forwards too that like it out the back. So, yeah, they're competitive. They're a competitive side, but um, now we're excited to play them. We haven't played them for a while, so it'll be exciting. Yeah. What's it like up there? Is it hot? Yeah, it's pretty warm, but um, not overly humid, which is nice. Um, so it should be good tomorrow afternoon. I would have thought. Mm. Now a prelim final is a big occasion anyway, but also congratulations. 50th game for your good Yay. self. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it's good. It's come around pretty quick. Are oh. we expecting banners and fireworks and all the, <laughs> yeah, I'm, all I'm, the razzle-dazzle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm expecting the same. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll get on to the media department. Oops, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you organised your own celebration? Because you are the media department. Oh, no. To be honest, I totally forgot about it until earlier on the week when our loose manager messaged me about it. So... It's a good little reminder. You've got the great <laughs> podcast on there, though. The Yeah, the girls. How's that yeah, going? Yeah, the girls. It's good. We got to do another episode this week and hopefully next week too. So looking forward to it. So what do you have to do to beat these Brisbane people? <laughs> yeah, they're a tough team. But um, for us, you know, we're playing our best football when we're winning the contested footy and using our inside to out. So that'll be a focus for tomorrow. Um, yeah, and really using that connection forward to get some scoreboard pressure on hopefully early and put them under the pump. I know you only like to talk about one game at a time, but who would you prefer to meet in the granny, North or the Crows? Oh, to be honest, I think a Victorian grand final would be pretty sick. So, mm. But we, if we make the granny, I'd be happy either way. Your disposal efficiency as a side is the second best in the competition. Obviously, skills... And the ability to move the ball is going to be super important against the good Brisbane defence. Absolutely. They're a high-pressure side. So if we can have our hands on the ball for longer than them and use our connection with that piece, um, yeah, it'll be important. Becky, you've been an inaugural player with Geelong. How do you reckon the comp's changed uh, since you started? Oh, yeah, it's changed significantly. Like, the skills keep getting better every year. The ball movement, the competitiveness has always sort of been there from the start, but it just seems to improve every year and... Yeah, the girls coming through, um, you know, under-18s and being able to play kick right from the start, you mm. can really see it with the skill and the improvement. But, yeah, it's super exciting where the competition's heading. Not just kick too, a little bit of Irish kick as you debut Anna Rose <laughs> Kennedy this week. Yeah, super excited to have her on the team. She's competitive, she's quick, she's great, she loves a chat. So we'll hear her out there, that's for sure. Is she a lunatic when she goes out? We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> and Becky, what do you get up to when you're not kicking the footy around and being a superstar for Geelong? Um, I work in the media team, as you said before, but um, I also like to spend some time with friends and family and sort of switch off from the footy world as I work in it as well. So, yeah, I like to go for my walks and live close to Torquay. So enjoy uh, the beach there. Do you surf? No, I don't surf. Um, I wish I could. Maybe in the off season. Well, you are Something from the country. It's not, yeah, really not the greatest sport. chance of yeah. surfing from no. Benalla. <laughs> no, there's not much surf there. Do you, get back, do you get back to Benalla much? I used to quite a bit, but this year it's been a little bit harder. Um, my partner's moved down, so that's got to be the excuse to stay around. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I've got a feeling. Ooh. I've got a feeling that you are going to beat them Brisbane people them Brisbane and uh, see you in the grand final. Now, where is the grand final? Do we know you? No, I think it will depend on the game tomorrow, whether it's in Adelaide or uh, Melbourne. Oh, yeah. well, All right, good luck. Fingers Eddie. crossed it is in Melbourne as 
the two Victorian teams go on and get mm-hmm. through. All the very best and congratulations again on 50 games. What an amazing milestone. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks, guys. Geelong star, Becky Webster on Triple M Rush Hour Summer Edition. By the way, Geelong versus Brisbane is broadcast on Channel 7 and Fox Footy Primetime. Oh, Primetime. 7.30 p.m. tomorrow night and streamed on 7 Plus and KO and the official AFL Live app. This is Triple M Rush Hour Summer Edition. The skies are bluer. The sun is shining. The weather's warmer. If there's a pool, I'm there. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Yes, we've been uh, laughing all week at the antics of Travis Head post the uh, one-day international World Cup victory. Yeah, Only fair four to days say. Later, fair to say he's giving it a whack, hasn't Yes, he? well, four days himself? later, we lose to India. Uh, he didn't play. This, oh, he didn't play? <laughs> Unsurprisingly, he didn't make it. So the first game we lose, uh, they beat us by two wickets. Uh, rather... When yeah. you say do, he do didn't make it, what does that mean? Does that mean he wasn't picked? He wasn't or he in a fit himself? state. Yeah, I think he just said, I need a bit of time off because I've genuinely torn the ears off it and ripped them, pinned them right back. <laughs> and you so, don't get in trouble for that. No, and Josh Inglis mm-hmm. hit a 47-ball 100, <laughs> which is incredible. So he was a bit of a, a hero throughout the World Cup as well with yeah. the gloves. No, Travi Head. No, but no. it's going to make a massive summer of cricket. Well, though. he will be back for the test summer. Australia hosts Pakistan and the West Indies. Oh. By the way, there's nothing like test cricket. Don't miss out on all the international cricket action this summer. All you need to do is search cricket tickets to be there. You love the Boxing Day test, I'll don't you I'll be there guys? day one and two. What about three, four, and five? Nah, busy. It'll be over by then. The Aussies <laughs> absolutely dominate. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. You've got some more newsy stuff. I'll tell you what, this is news. Do you know sometimes when you um, go on an aeroplane mm-hmm. and they say, buckle up, you're not allowed to get out of your yep. seats type situation and you need to go to the lavatory, mm. that sort of situation. Well, this has happened to a woman in the US. Oh, nothing good happens in the US. I'm but <laughs> unfortunately... Nick Cody can do this on his um, podcast. Oh, he can. Mm. Oh, yeah, he loves that, doesn't he? Mid-flight dramas, yeah. This woman uh, needed to go to the lavatory, the air hostess, wrong word, air flight attendant said, mm. no, you can't, and then, yeah, this happened. Sorry, everybody. Are you serious? Oh, oh, Fruity Friday. Uh, the woman apparently just pulled her pants down in the middle of the aisle. Oh, no. And um, just uh, continued to go on about her business. Some people just aren't brung up well. Mm. Ugh, I mean, look, if a child did it, like a toddler, you'd even you know, oh, bad yeah. mother, but can you believe? No, I actually cannot. I know. I've heard some yuck. stuff. Yeah, Not that is pleasant. every bit of that. I just thought I'd start the hour with that. <laughs> yuck. Oh, that is, Got anything uh, better? That is not ideal. Well, I do. We touched on it before. Robbie Williams mm. has been in town and he's somehow become just a great Carlton fan. Which we absolutely love. We do the Dakoni song at all, but we don't know how he became one, do we? Well, no, but last night, Michael Voss, Luke Sayers and Tom Dakoni met him at the concert. Oh. And, well, he was doing a couple of different songs. Have a listen to this first one. Through this pain, Lord, I'm doing all I can to be a pet Doing all I can to be wow. a Carlton fan. Wow. So we've got Taylor Swift singing songs about the Chiefs mm. and now Robbie Williams singing songs about the Blues. Mm. And, of course, well, the deconing song that he's become famous for, there was the signs with the doof signs in the crowd mm. requesting one. The 
I can't help but think if it had been a Collingwood, if he'd been Collingwood, it would have been a much bigger <laughs> from the crowd. I, I am so envious of Tom DeConing. Yeah. Because he's sort of just like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. No dramas, yep. whatever. That is. One of the Robbie biggest Williams stars in the world. One of yes. the biggest stars. Yeah. And in terms of rock stars and just a, a swagged out dude, he's one of them. So you know how teams have their song. That's got to be, Robbie Williams has got to be their man when they come on the field well, from now on. Well, it has to be. Zoho has just put through that uh, Vossi met him a few years ago and gave him a jumper. And then they caught up again at last year's grand final. And apparently ah. if Carlton oh. had a one, he would have played the grand final oh. this year. Well, Robbie at the grand final was unbelievable best, too. The one best, of the best we've seen. The best for a, yep. a very long time. Yep. So, I mean, should, Kiss was still good. Kiss was good this Kiss year. Kiss were great. Yeah. I won't hear a word against them. And I tell you what, 30 degrees and those blokes playing in full makeup, full kit, mm. and with the flames going off. Oh. Incredible. And I didn't think mate life was that bad, to be honest. <laughs> I was under the stand for that because I was playing and thank Christ I was. <laughs> And then Lionel Richie as well. That was amazing. Dancing on the ceiling. (laughs) This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Bridge, we introduce you to the word Riz. Now, this man from the Essendon Football Club has a lot of Riz, and he joins us right now. It's Sammy Draper. Had a couple of players on Draper. Something from nothing. Brilliant effort. One of my favourite parts about this bridge is when the highlights are played and we've got the honour of seeing Big Drapes. The smile and joy it brings to them. Uh, Sammy, thanks very much for giving up some of your time. Some nice highlights there. Oh, thank you, guys. It was nice. So I haven't played footy for a while, so it was nice to remember what I do. Uh, and, and you do it very well. How's your groin? Yes, good, thank you. Um, about a... No, that's <laughs> a straight answer. <laughs> no, it's Buying a proper the coffee question. first, Bridge, something. <laughs> no, just, Sam, I will buy your coffee afterwards. But you have had surgery on your groin injury, so that was a fair enough question. Yeah, uh, you had surgery eight weeks ago. So, um, yeah, feeling pretty good from that now. It was uh, pretty slow going for the first probably uh, six weeks. So the last two weeks have been really good and seen some good improvements. And, um, yeah, the club's happy where I'm at. You took a bit of a weird route with uh, repairing it. You went to Bali to see a specialist. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, got the surgery done beforehand. Uh, and the club said, um, you got to, you can't do anything but sit by Paul for two weeks. And I was like, yep, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. Well, some other guys were over in Arizona, I believe, doing a training camp. Would have, that would have been pretty sort of fun. Yeah, I know. I was pretty jealous. So I wanted to go over there. The boys said it was a really good experience. Um, and I think we'll yeah go again next year. So hopefully I'll be there. Scotty was pretty vocal towards the end of the season of the expectation of you boys coming back in really good nick for pre-season. Has there been a bit of tummy pinching in the last week or so just to make sure? <laughs> I think so. Um, I'll get that on Monday. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the, the standard's been pretty good so far from what I've seen. Um, pretty much all the boys have been back training. Um even the older boys in back with the younger boys for the last two weeks, which is great to see. And, um, yeah, they're having a red-hot crack today at training, which is great. Do you get a bit of grace, though, because you have been injured, you know, a little bit of four or five mil more on the skin folds? <laughs> uh, I think so, a little bit, but I, I should be all right. I'm usually pretty good. Yeah. Well, it was sort of a, a, I mean, a disappointing end to what started as a really good season. So I'm pretty sure you're all just raving to get it going again, are you? Yeah, definitely. I think it did really leave a, a sour taste in the mouth how we finished that second half of the year. And um, especially for myself as well, I felt like I was playing some good footy in the first half of the year. And then mm. um, my injuries sort of got the better of me. And 
um, yeah, honestly, it was heartbreaking just watching the boys and not being able to help them out there. So, um, yeah, I'm putting a lot of time into my body and making sure I can play the full season. Another one of your teammates that attracts a lot of interest is Jakey Stringer. How's he going over the off-season? But I guess more so, how's he going in general? Yeah, big Jakey. Uh, pretty good. He was he was running around today at the club, which is good. Um, I think he went off for some more scans today just to, to check if everything's all good, and I think it will be. So, um, yeah, he's slowly building up now, which is which is great to see. Do you feel as if he's really hard done by and harshly judged throughout the media? Because I get that sense. I, I get annoyed at the constant commentary. Uh, yeah, maybe sometimes. I feel like... Um, I don't know when players are big names, they probably get yeah scrutinised a bit more, and and Jakey's one of them. Um, but I think it's probably that we know how we can play, and the, and the 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 stuff he's shown in glimpses. That's probably why some people um, do say that. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for what he's going to bring next year. Yeah, and what about your trade boys? Are you happy with who you've picked up? You've got Beden Mackay, uh, Xavier Dergema, Jay Gresham, <laughs> and Todd Godstein. Um, is that how does that feel for your fit at Essendon? Really good. Honestly, um, I'm really happy and I think I assume most of the boys are happy and I, I know the supporters are too. It was um, four really big needs that we needed at the club and um, yeah, I think it's one of the best trade periods that I've, I've been a part of and I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do. You're not slightly nervous that they've got big Toddy Goldstein, a bit of insurance for the big man? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, when Flip left, they uh, they needed some some senior ruck support. Um, so yeah, I was happy that they got Goldie across and I think me and him can work really well together because um, yeah, me and Flip did, so I don't see why... I mean, um, being big Goldie can't. He's, uh, yeah, he knows his stuff. He's played over 300 games and all-time hit-out records, so I, I definitely could learn a few things. <laughs> I don't want to bring up the Melbourne situation, but um, I, only because of what happened oh, yes. with, with Max Gordon, Brady Grundy. Mm. That was sort of – does that worry you at all that that sort of clash could could happen, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I feel like me and um, Andrew Phillips did it pretty well together last mm. year, and I think it was good for my game playing a bit more forward, I feel like um, I've really enjoyed that. Um, not just being pigeonholed into being a ruckman, I feel like I'm really confident as a forward now. So I feel that's, um, yeah, a good area of my game, I reckon. Well, hang around, buddy, because we've got plenty more to talk to you about, plus a great campaign you've gotten behind and also a little bit of acting you've got uh, going on at the moment. We need to speak about that. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour has had a makeover for summer. Well, I'm just trying to trim up. Oh, I'm sore. I've been boxing, but geez, I look good. <laughs> this is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Rich Duquoe. Sam Draper has stuck around from the Essendon Football Club. And Daisy, Drapes might not know that something extraordinary he did on the field got oh. a few people at Triple M in trouble. Yeah, it certainly did. So you obviously kicked goal of the year, right? Yes, it was amazing. Well. From your point of view, you run us through it and then we'll get back to this. <laughs> uh, I don't actually know how I did it. I just started running and hope for the best. And um, yeah, <laughs> does that still sit in your head though? Because I reckon a couple of times uh, when we have called your games, you get the ball and you look around, you see a bit of space, and you're very keen to take off, bounce, and get the arm out and try and go the length of the field. Absolutely, I'm definitely going to try and do it again. I'll just get going and start running, and yeah, hopefully no one can catch me. Well, have a listen to our call of it. Handball to Guelphie. So that's called a pile-in in the uh, media industry where you don't give the commentators a chance to speak. I think Joshy Bruce was on specials that night. He was. And he was the one making the, oh, oh. <laughs> So we got a stern email going around saying, if there are any more moments like this, if you're in the back row, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, that's a fair response. Uh, I'm happy with the uh, big pipes 
Pipes Russell was on the real commentary. I reckon he got me over the line with the uh, with the goal of the year. <laughs> oh, well done, Sam. So well deserved. Uh, now, I'm allowed to say this because I'm an older woman, nope. but you're a very attractive young man. Um, and oh. I believe that you... <laughs> no, I'm allowed to say that, but that's, you're... <laughs> that's a two coffees now. <laughs> <laughs> I believe your uh, good looks and your magnificent, uh, you know, stylings, as James Brasher would call them, that you're now doing some ads and uh, are you thinking about uh, an acting sort of setup? <laughs> yeah, a few things have been popping up, which is good. Uh, acting skills so far have been me drinking a beer and going, ah, so pretty hard work. <laughs> you nailed it. You did nail it, though. Academy Award. <laughs> i tell you what else, though. It has secured Izzy as well. Well done. Yes, very good. <laughs> Looking at Izzy. <laughs> we might have had a scroll through the Instagram before. How long has that been yeah. going on for? Uh, about three, four years now. Ooh, so, yeah, oh, going well. We've got a, got a little dog together, which is good. Ooh. Oh, you got a family. That's sweet. Any ring action? Yep. No, sure. No, what... no, not yet. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. The pressure will come. That's now, all I'm um, saying. I've got to go on about the mullet because there's been a lot of mullets running around uh, lately. And yours, I think, is probably the most enduring, would you say? Iconic. Endearing. Mm, enduring, endearing, iconic, beautiful. Oh. How many years <laughs> has that taken to be what it is? Uh, I've been growing about three, four years now, I reckon. Um, yeah. I've had a couple little trims along the way, and every time I've cut it, I've um, almost cried because I feel like I've cut the whole thing off. But, um, yeah, I'm probably due for a little cut soon. It is going in my mouth a fair bit, which yeah. is a bit annoying. Speaking <laughs> of your mouth, you've got a big slug on the top lip there too. You're doing some great work for November. Yes, it's uh, slowly growing back. I'm actually through puberty now, which is great. Um, <laughs> well done. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's always do it every year. It's for a great cause. Um, I've been doing five years, I reckon, in November now, and I um, just absolutely love what they're about for the men's health, mental health, and uh, prostate and testicular cancer. So it's uh, it's just a really good thing to get behind. I reckon it is. Um, would you ever let your hair get waste long? Get waist long. No, there's a girl walking around my suburb who has hair down to her waist. I'm just wondering whether that mullet could go that long. I don't know. Maybe. Would you want me to do that? Yeah, sure. sure. (laughs) (laughs) It works for me. Um, No, but it is a very nice mullet. And I really wish you all the best because I I was right on, apart from my team, right on Essendon because I love Brad Scott at the start of the year. So it would be great to see you have another year like that. It really would. Uh, But better. Yeah, thank you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Have you seen any, just before we let you go, any of the new draftees? Have they been tearing up the track? Any reports? Yeah, they were in today. Um, I think Nate Caddy did most of the training. I think the other boys are still getting screened by all the physios and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, just like the trade period, very happy with, with that. And Nate was the one person in, around that mark that I, I was hoping that we would get. Um, so when uh, Geelong uh, when Geelong didn't get Curtin, I was a bit worried. So I was glad that pick swap did go down. Well, we wish you all the best, mate. Hopefully that groin comes back and you are fighting fit and firing from the get-go this season. We wish you all the best. Thanks so much for taking some time to speak to us. Thanks, guys. That was good fun. Thanks, Sam. Sam Draper from the Essendon Footy Club. And make sure you (laughs) donate to Movember. Just head to Movember.com. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Um, I do see, though, uh, not topics Duclo today, just content Duclo. Well, look, things just happen. Um, you know, this week you've sort of been alluding to the fact of me as a mum, you know, well, mother, mother, well, mother. Uh, but that's sort of the, the vibe, not the vibe it's you bring. It's endearing. With, yeah, that's sort of that. the love no, that we um, have for you and um, the care you've given us. The care, <laughs> yes, that's right. But uh, my question to you, Daisy, is when does a mum 
stop being a mum? And I'm going to tell you why in a minute. Like, does your mum still mother you? Oh, 100%. Like, like oh, be careful driving, it's raining. I'll get one of those texts shortly. Mm. Uh, there's a Black Friday specials, be careful not to get scammed. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, all of the good juice that she usually does wrong, i.e. bad driving and getting scammed. Yeah. Rabs, are you? Uh, every time I go to mum and dad, she sends me home with either dinner or like a new pair of jocks or socks yeah. or something. See, that, that's yes. at the start though. When you're 13, 14 and you're like, oh, thanks mum, jocks. I, I, this day and age, you're like, jocks is a yeah, yeah, bloody great place. I don't think I've ever bought my own pair of jocks. I think really? mum's supplied them all already. Wow. Yeah. Well, Even <laughs> the little string ones. And look, mum. Yeah, particularly. <laughs> mum's can't help it. And I see myself doing stuff to my kids, mm. which I know is annoying. But you just you just can't help it, and this, so your mum's been doing this to you well, recently. Well, the reason this... this came up, the reason I thought about this was I went to visit my mum, who's in hospital at the oh. moment, and she's okay, but she's got um, um, she's not very well anyway. But she's okay, she's okay. So I went to visit her early this morning because I had to get in here, and I got there, and she's good as gold, and we're chatting away. Anyway, she's got these things sort of attached to her just to monitor whatever's going on, and <laughs> halfway. Through, Halfway through our chat, as I'm telling her what's going on and how's the radio and blow, I can't listen because I'm in here because, you know, you can't if you're out of your comfort zone. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. For, for old people to suddenly You didn't take listen. her in a wireless? No, yeah, I should have probably. Anyway, she gets up with all her attached wires. She get, opens her drawer next to the hospital bed oh. and gets out a comb and she comes over and starts combing my hair. Oh. <laughs> that's not mothering. She's, that's just... she's like, I said, what? Are you doing? You're meant to be lying down to get rid of, you know, make this thing go away. Yeah. You, you know, got tubes everywhere. What <laughs> are you doing? She said, You haven't brushed it, have you? <laughs> well, it does look terrific. So I she's done a bloody good job. I'm looking now, it looks magnificent. This was four hours ago. Yeah. I've actually clearly done some work since then. But I was like, I was thinking, Yes, but why? What is it about a mum? They just can't keep. They just can't. No. You just can't well, stop yourself. You know, it's the motherly instinct. It's, I know. It goes back for generations. It, it's such a funny thing, though, just to think of it. Then she combed it all and then said, give it a wash today. Did she wander back to the bed in the uh, the gown from the hospital with the, the bum hanging out? No? No, no. That's, that was always no. the worst when you had an operation. And they're like, oh, you've got to go to the toilet down the, oh, the way. Oh, I know. And you're walking with your well, she bare ass hanging out. She's... <laughs> Slack caviar just wobbling along. <laughs> I've always wondered why that thing's got the... Um... Well, why do they do that? Why do they do Maybe that? Maybe we can follow that up uh, follow next that week. Next week. Why do you have to have a slit? Yeah, and cranes. Be... And... We've got to the bottom of that. Yeah, you why do you have to... a slit in your to- in your um, hospital in... gown? Oh, what yeah. is that? I've, ne- I've always wondered. I just accepted it. I just accepted uh, and well, followed people around. I would assume it's for... E- exit. Not exit. Sorry. Access. 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 Also exit. And, ex- <laughs> and exiting as well. Lemo is not... Lemo is not too far away. Of course, you have a rich history with our friend Lemo. You a are, rich history. You were at his wedding. I believe this is the audio of you at his wedding. I'm ready to party. <laughs> uh, Am I wrong? Yeah. yeah, that's it. Sun's out. What are you doing, Fat? I'll have a spell. (laughs) Have a spell, Fat. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridget Duclos. And the host of Triple M Mornings at the moment, it's Lemo. Turns out it's not as easy to take over Billy's joke as we all thought. I need you to sell everything you earn. You've owned. Oh, I've done a Billy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there is pressure with the intro. I'm going to start again. I can't believe I'm saying it. Now it's Lemo's turn. Although he might struggle to say anything funnier than this from Billy. You got a nickname? Which of these? 
Please welcome Limo. Yes, we hey. promised the big comedians for a Friday live, and we have got. The great man in studio, <laughs> Limo, with now a lot of pressure after Nick Cody gassed it last weekend. Yeah. He had it. He had an absolute shocker. Have you he? ever been asked that question before? Do you have a nickname? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. I was Particularly sitting in this... it's, hey, Limo, do you have a nickname? <laughs> I was sitting in this seat and your look back to Bill of going, are you fair income? And Bill's look to you going, I'm fair income. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was staring at him going... I assume he's making a joke, but I don't get it. Oh, so and then I was funny. like, oh, no, he's serious. Hey, how are you going? You're doing a great job on Brecky filling mm-hmm. in for Marty. Thank um, you. And thank you, you and I Brick. did share a lot of time together in the oh, early hours. We did. You should have seen Duckers and I on air. You should be Daisy and Duckers, by the way. Oh, no, that should be, be the, yeah. should be the show. Yeah. Um, when we were on air together... We were, we were so mean to each other, weren't well, we? Well, you were meaner to me than I was to you, well, as it know. turns out. Was this sort of ageist jokes? I do oh, remember 100%. a little bit of this. We, every time, <laughs> was really unfair. Oh, Unleashed. <laughs> every time, like a news story would come up that might reference, let's say it's coming up to Australia Day, right? And I'd go, actually, well, Duckers, I mean, we know James Cook was a great navigator, but you met him. What was he like <laughs> as a bloke? But you know, <laughs> it's like, didn't you, didn't you ask Jesus out on a date once? And, and then a hundred-year-old lady dies. You went to school with him, didn't you? Almost every second day. But it's worse with this one, who's much younger, with Daisy, who told me I was like his mum yesterday. Right. Well, well, that's nice. She was dropping phrases like hip and trendy, cool. Like, yeah. It was very much a mum chat. Did she reference the local disco? No. She referenced the market 15 times and tried to get me to promote some muesli. <laughs> Apparently you get paid for that stuff. Yeah, I didn't realise. Right. I thought a nice you know, bit of muesli would get him going. Yeah, right. How are you going with the early start, so? I love, I love an early start. It's the best part of the day. Out of the traffic. You know how long it takes to drive from Fitzroy to South Melbourne at yeah. 4.30 in the morning? No, I agree with you. That bit I miss. Now you're sounding old. Yeah. <laughs> So mum and dad, <laughs> good chat. And I tell you what, I get the best part right out the front. No problems whatsoever. I can pull straight in none of this reverse business. No, I do, but I lie low. I love an early morning. And I've had, I've been travelling a bit as well because I've still got gigs and whatever to do. And I was in Darwin this week. But you can just take the kit. You do the show from Darwin. I was, yeah. I was in my hotel room. It's great. But I had it. I love Darwin. I've never been there. Isn't you, that? Are you joking no, me? No, I know. It's on my list because I've got great bridge. bars. You want to go together? Oh, Darwin is your to. Darwin is your town. It's my town. But I don't want to go in the hot stuff. Well, you I don't want to get hot in Darwin. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the average temperature is 33, Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be for you. <laughs> Easiest job in the world is being a weatherman in Darwin. <laughs> six months of the year, 33 and rain. Uh, the other six months of the year, 33 and sunshine. What's so good about it, though? Why? why? I, I, okay, I'll tell you this. I'm talking to the bloke who's running my gig, okay? Mm. And it's a, cor- a corporate gig, right? And I said to him, I was talking to him about the dress code. I said, do I have to wear a tie? He goes, mate, there's only two people who wear a tie in Darwin, the prosecutor and the defendant. (laughs) (laughs) So no is the short answer. I mean, up there, they have a thing. They said Darwin formal was the dress code, right? When I got there, what that meant was no thongs and no shorts. Is that true? And aside from that, you wear whatever you want. There were still people there in shorts, though. <laughs> so oh, that, that is Darwin formal. And, and Duckers, I've got to ask as well, how was uh, JB's wedding on the weekend? Did you have fun Ooh. at that? You've, you've just slipped back into mean. <laughs> I mean, you've slipped. You know that I wasn't invited. And you've slipped. I went to uh, Bali for your wedding. You invited Hey, you were invited to mine. And I made a mess of myself. Remember, I had to go home early. You're very welcome. Oh, you, uh, you came in pretty hot, I've got to say. You should have seen it, oh, Daisy. Where, I could imagine. It was like a midday arrival. 
right? And Duckers has come in just all eight cylinders just <laughs> from midday. <laughs> And where I think it might, might have been, it might have been about two p.m. I'll but give you a couple hours. there. Fed has only lasted until three. It's <laughs> like so wow, someone has got themselves a couple of heart starters on the way to the ceremony. <laughs> what about the new podcast you're rolling out? Uh, oh no, sorry, the radio play the second yeah, team effort. Talk yeah. To so what this is, Ed Cavalier has written a movie script. Oh yeah. Right. And all the people who are going to be in the movie, mm. we get together and we read the script out to a live audience. So it's like basically a script reading of a movie oh, script. But okay. is it going to be a movie? Yes, it is. It's a proper movie. It's, it's a not pro- just done pro- for this. No, it's going to be a proper movie. And it's about, I don't know if anyone can is able to connect to this character, but I play the main character. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a washed up ex-footballer <laughs> who now works in media oh. and is trying to get a grip on the current woke world oh. and is struggling to come to terms with it. So probably more Billy than I. <laughs> Thanks, Carl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, has, he has issues with political correctness, my wow. character. So you've gone from being a good, very good uh, team player um, on, you know, um, your lovely show Utopia yes. to the main star. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, that's right. You're the main star. That's right. I Is am, there a love interest? I'm the main star. There's no love interest. Can one get written in? Do you want me to pencil one in? i old radio. Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> her old mate from oh, radio. Oh, hang on. I feel like I'm swiping right on this, Duckers. Yes, we'll, put, we'll see if we can get that into the script. Oh, thank you. But we are. We've got a uh, live show. It's on Wednesday, the 13th of December, 6.30 p.m. Mm. in the city at Comedy Republic. But we're going to give away a couple of doubles now. Oh, great. If people are interested. Yeah. Give us a call, 13353. Absolutely. And you'll have some doubles. It's uh, So it's myself, uh, Tony Martin is in it as well, and Ed Cavalier, Ash Williams, Toby Truslove, Ben Knight, who's just, if you don't mind, made a film with Ryan Gosling. Okay. Oh, wow. uh, what's it called? Hello. Barbie. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, why isn't he the main star? What are you doing getting the main oh, role? Because Lemo's in the way. That's why. <laughs> oh, Lemo's. Are we Lemo. talking the third person now? Yeah, we are. When you become a bit of a knob, you start, you start talking in the third oh, person. Oh, that's exciting. Triple three five three. Give us a call. Win those double passes to see Team Effort, the radio play, the second live on Wednesday, 13th of December. Tickets just 22 bucks. If you do want to head along, stick around though, Lemo, because your joke is Whoa. coming up next. And Daisy and I have a bone to pick with you as well. Oh, yes. oh Okay. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Lemo had stuck around, but Daisy, you and I have a bone to pick because Lemo's club has torn the heart out of us. He has. What? You've gone and got Jack Ginnivan. Yes. The mm. fan favourite that we loved at the pies, getting around, bleached hair, long sleeves, carrying on, going the races the night before a grand yeah. final. <laughs> and sounds, said, sounds like your protege. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly. you've said, you know what, we'll have him. We'll <laughs> have him. We'll like, sign us up. <laughs> Mooney Valley the night before the grand final. <laughs> what could possibly Bring him out to wave <laughs> He's our man. He, you didn't want him anymore. Yeah. I, I did. Yeah, I'll tell but you the what, club didn't. We are very happy to have Jack Ginnivan. Mm. He is going to be an absolute jet for the Hawks. How's our, how's our small forwards? Oh, we got eight. Nick the Watson Nick too, the Wiz. Wizard. Nick Watson, Luke Bruce, Dylan Moore, mm. Ginnivan. Mm. Oh. Tell you what, Mitch Lewis doesn't have to mark a single thing next oh, year. Yeah. Well, that's good. Hey, he's, the... <laughs> he's already turned. Yeah. I had the unfortunate time. Of, I went through the whole three-peat. With Lima. It was like a nightmare. Hawthorne <laughs> were just on when we were working together. I had to put up with his rubbish day in, day out. All yeah. he did was There is out. no strut like a fan whose team's just won three I'd in a row. Right. Oh. I used to genuinely, right? I didn't think, because I, I was so aware of it, I didn't think I spoke about Hawthorne that oh much God. on air. Mm. And then they did one of those listener survey things. 
and it came back. <laughs> the most annoying thing about the show is how much I spoke about Hawthorne. <laughs> and that was even more annoying than me. <laughs> yes, that was the most annoying thing about the show. Well, we have got you in here to tell a joke. So yes. you need to, and it's not your material. We're aware of this. It's yep. a joke joke, so it's time for this. We might actually end the day with a laugh. I hope I remember what to do. This is Limo's <laughs> joke. Okay. Now, now, my mate, Nick Cody, yeah. set a suitably low standard last week, so yeah. thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you, mate, for doing that. Okay, so there's a... There's You're nervous. A, there's a bloke, Tuckers, <laughs> and he's down the pub. Yeah. Right? And he's had a few too many. And while he's uh, while he's at the bar, the booze gets the better of him, and he has a has a little vomit, mm. and it goes all over his shirt, <laughs> his nice work shirt, because mm. he just popped in on the way home from work, mm. and he's staying, he's thrown up in his shirt, and he goes, "Oh my god, this is a disaster! My wife's going to leave me. She hates my drinking. She's warned me so many times, and now I'm going to go home like this. I'm a mess, <laughs> and my wife's going to bloody leave me. What have I done?" And another bloke comes up, says, "That mate, mate, don't panic, don't panic. It's fine." He says, I'll tell you what to do. Get a $20 note and just chuck it in your top pocket there, right? And then when you get home and your wife says, what's going on? You're a disgrace. You go, no, 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 no. That was someone else vomited on me. Ah. And see this $20? They put that there to pay for the dry cleaning. And he goes, that's brilliant. <laughs> that is brilliant. I'm going to do that. So he keeps drinking. <laughs> then he gets home, walks now. He's blind. <laughs> And his wife's waiting for him. He walks to the front door. She goes, you are a disgrace. That, that, look at you. You've got vomit all over your shirt. I'm leaving. Oh, that. And he goes, no, 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 no. It's not my vice. Someone else vomited on me. And see this $20 here in my top pocket. They put that in my top pocket to pay for the dry cleaning. And she goes, oh, oh, really? Oh, my God. Okay. That was very nice of them. And she goes, I noticed you've got another $20 there. Who's that $20 from? And he goes, oh, that's uh, that's from the bloke that shat in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a no yeah. brainer. Yeah. Oh, no brainer. The bar has been oh, risen. Very good. Very good. <laughs> of course, drink uh, responsibly. Drink responsibly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Very good. Uh, very, very well told. Don't throw up on yourself, yeah. okay? Oh, and you can never trust a fart. <laughs> <laughs> you know you cannot. Go and see Limo Wednesday the 13th of December. Team effort, the radio play, the second live, and on Brecky all next week on Triple M as well. Thank you, Hawks. 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 Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet. Download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with?